Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for September the 15th. In the year of our Lord, 2022, this is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide, and absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. That is one of the great peaceful solutions we have at our fingertips. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. I got to get right into it, man. We had a huge day yesterday on the radio, still in archive, available on demand at your fingertips anytime you like to listen. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net, BrighteonRadio.com. And we had an incredible guest, Chris Carlson, with us. He says, without God, we can never win. With God, we can never lose. The fight for liberty is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the process. Amen to that reality check, ladies and gentlemen. We need to be engaged in the fight. There's no doubt about that. The Queen Mum. Yeah, I would like to commemorate the wonderful, magnificent life of the late Queen Elizabeth. What an exemplary life she led. Not... That's the problem, ladies and gentlemen. Why do we turn these kings and queens, why do we revere the queen around the world? We rejected queens back in the day with the great American Revolution. We rejected kings and queens and we rejected government having absolute dictatorial, tyrannical authority. Yeah, we did. And we said the only king is King Jesus. God is above government. We don't turn to government. We turn to God. Government's a necessary evil like fire. It has its place, ladies and gentlemen, but it's very limited in scope, and you got to chain it down with the Constitution. That's what our founders understood. They realized that delegating a little bit of authority here, a little bit of authority there, creating separate jurisdictions vertically and horizontally was the key to success. And if we'd obey that fundamental reality, we wouldn't be in the problems we're facing today. All right? If you sense sarcasm in the rhetoric regarding Queen Whatever. Hey, we shouldn't idolize any human beings. Our true king is Jesus Christ. How dare us have idols? We are Christians, ladies and gentlemen, and as such, we should obey the two great commandments. What are they? We should have no God before the true and living God. Amen. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to be exact. We should not bow down to idols either, and we're turning humans into idols. We think they're our saviors, don't we? We lie to ourselves. On the day Queen Elizabeth died, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you know about this, but over 150,000 people around the world died as well. They were just as important as the Queen. Why did we not mourn their loss also? Because they're nobodies. And the Queen's a rock star, right? See, this, we got to jettison. Our founding fathers jettisoned those notions, and we must do the same. Ladies and gentlemen, are these people's memories not as important as the memory of the Queen? Most of us don't even know the queen, right? Oh, yeah, you hear the media spin about the queen. But what did she do in her life that was um, vital? Like, I look at George Washington and say, hey, he was the greatest general the world's ever known, in my humble opinion. 
This guy literally was humble, had a chance to take power, and rejected it. A humble man who literally served his country even when he didn't really want to. He did anyway. A man who literally led, spoke, acted, behaved in a dignified, humble way, acknowledging God. God is no respecter of persons. Why should we be respecter of persons? We shouldn't be either, should we? We then talked about the raid on Mar-a-Lago. It is the story that simply won't die. Believe it or not, it's a study in mental disorders. This made-for-TV raid, reality TV show, if you will, has two purposes, to keep our eyes glued to the media and, more importantly, to further divide our country and create a civil war in the country. That's what they want to do. Tucker Carlson interviewed a lady. Lisa Gallagher is her name, talking about an FBI visit right after Joe Biden's divisionary speech. I believe Joe Biden's speech was literally criminal as president to divide Americans and attack good, honest, constitutional, patriotic Americans. He literally alienated half the country in his speech, folks. And uh, then Lisa Gallagher, along with many other citizens, got an FBI visit after the fact the next morning. Lisa explains they lied and said they thought she was at the Capitol because they got an anonymous tip. Completely bogus. They know that isn't true, but they did it anyway to intimidate. Ladies and gentlemen, you got a Gestapo FBI at the helm of Joe Biden right on the heels of his divisionary speech. He has no authority without probable cause to send the national police force, what do you want to call the FBI, uh, after people, armed people showing up at your door without legitimate probable cause, criminal activity. Does the president know? Was he involved? See, you can't get to the bottom of that because they'll just claim, oh, it's all classified. It's all secret. You can't know. National security is at stake. That's their big lie. The FBI, believe it or not, in addition to that, is using secret forms to deprive people of their gun rights. The Epic Times of the Peace, it's unconstitutional as all get out. We then talked about U.S. Just District Judge Eileen Cannon granted Trump's request to have a special master independently review the seized documents that may be protected by attorney-client privilege, uh, etc. The Justice Department said that Trump nominee, um, whatever this guy's name is, um, I guess this guy served on the FISA court. The guy's name is uh, Raymond J. I don't know how you say it. Deary, I guess is how you say his name. Uh, this guy served on the FISA court. The DOJ rejected Trump's other proposed nominee, Paul Huck Jr. Uh, but there you have that. So see, Trump isn't under the gun by these people. They might indict Trump, but in the end, Trump will, will go free. Okay, Trump will probably be your next president once again. Okay, <clears throat> this idea that they really hate Trump, that's where the mental disorders comes in. Look, they've given Trump unprecedented media coverage ever since he walked down the escalator. All right, so I don't believe for one second that they're really after Trump, not in a meaningful way. All right, every time they just have more and more and more and more evidence on the Donald, but yet none of it ever sticks, right? Deary serves on the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court from 2012 to 2019. This guy's a consummate insider, right? Now, Chelsea Clinton said she used to be friends with Ivanka Trump until 
what, she went to the dark side, whatever. Now we're not friends anymore because, golly, she stands for racism and hatred and everything else. But Hillary, Hillary was asked about it. She deferred to Chelsea. Chelsea was asked about it and literally said, oh, yeah, at the start of the campaign in 2016, we were in touch with each other. Uh, the Trump campaign reached out to us. Wait a minute. That's when Trump was telling us they were going to lock her up, right? Ladies and gentlemen, we need to learn to be concerned with the more weighty matters and not be bogged down in the trifling, mostly symbolic distractions that we find ourselves in. Ladies and gentlemen, the Constitution matters. That was hour one. Hour two, we had our guest on Larry Pratt discussions of all things liberty, and we discussed Senator Rand Paul's email. I appreciate Randy's right on most things, but now he's just begging me for money, telling me, hey, you got to stop the Democrats and put the Republicans in office. That hasn't helped. He says the national debt is about to hit $31 trillion. The federal government is borrowing and spending at an alarming rate. He's right on all that. But to beg me for money to elect Republicans is not the answer. The deep state has Republicans and Democrats alike. The SBA, Small Business Administration, may have inadvertently, they say, I would say criminally, sent a billion dollars or more to COVID-19 relief or assistance to people outside of the country. Yeah. You know what? Crime organizations have stolen money from America in the past, and they did it again. Why? Because the federal government's response to COVID was panicked and not thought out. Yeah. The careless shotgun approach to money was the problem. We got defrauded big time. That was under the Donald watch. So don't tell me Donald and the Republicans are going to spend less than the Democrats. It isn't the truth, Rand. All right. South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham introduces an updated version of the protect, uh, what do you call it? Protect in pain unborn children protection bill against what? Abortions Act or whatever it's called. It's so long. Anyway, he introduced it originally with 45 senators alongside 21. It's back, revised, 15 weeks. It's great. The deep state claims that Lindsey Graham's bill is worthless and that it's bad, that it's extreme, but polls say otherwise. Larry Pratt called it straight on, murdering the most innocent among us, murdering babies. Now that is extreme. More than 400 Republican leaders have betrayed us and signed a letter urging the Senate to enshrine same-sex marriage into federal law. The current and former Republican leaders sent a petition in support of, they call it the Respect for Marriage Act, but it does no such thing. They say a bill that would codify the right to same-sex marriage. (laughs) They say as Republicans and conservatives, we believe strong families and lasting relationships strengthen communities. And civil marriage is a fundamental freedom central to individual liberties and the pursuit of happiness. But they're criminal. Folks, that isn't marriage. That's an imposter on marriage. It's like calling a male a female and a female a male. It's a lie and never will be true. Ron Paul says passage of the Disclose Act will absolutely make it harder for us and easier for the deep state to carry out their evil doings. Amen to that. Quick pause, Brian and Kelly in seconds on your radio. 
There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, the shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2000mules.com. 2000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8:44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the weekly Honest Money Report. Brian Rust, welcome back, sir. Thank you much, Sam. Glad to be with you. And where's gold sitting, sir? Gold sitting at 1689.70. 1689.70. That means it's down a bit, right? About 26 bucks. Wow, they keep it right there close, don't they? Sixteen eighty nine seventy, ladies and gentlemen. Imagine that. The whole world's in a in, in a meltdown. We're in a recession and gold and silver just hardly even budge. That's right. That's because they manipulate it on paper, ladies and gentlemen. Let's be very clear. Where's silver sitting? Uh nineteen sixty three. It's up a bit, huh? Yeah, that's up a dollar. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. But really, it's all, it's it's only up like ninety nine cents or something like that, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Kind of interesting. All right, how about rhodium and then those other metals? Uh, rhodium's uh, fourteen nine fifty, so it's down about a hundred and a half, roughly. All right, they're manipulating metals on paper big time, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't believe me, all we got to do is have enough people to take delivery, and we could force the proof. Yeah, that's the reality. Right, Check on Brian. I had a, a gal uh, who was pulling some metal out of one of these one of these contracts or whatever, and and they gave her the we you know I sent her the invoice and so on so she could pull it out. And uh, I I went to her a couple weeks later. Said I haven't heard anything on this. Oh, they won't let me pull it out. Uh, they won't let me sell to a storefront. And I I responded. I've 
done a bunch of these. I don't understand. I've never heard that in my life. You can't sell it to a storefront. Usually they're they're contracting with the dealer, so they pull it out of the fund. So basically they're saying she can't really have it. So <laughs> it was good. So have you called okay. them and followed up on this? Is this accurate information, or where's the authority to claim that or whatever else? She should sue. Well, yeah, she she was she's contacting them and saying, okay, what's the deal here? And so that's I haven't heard from her since, but yeah, that's kind of where it's at. And I said, well, they, but that that's what happens. I mean, they, and I guess they have the right, you know, you have the right to, uh, they don't have to give you metal, I guess, in the fine print, even though you want metal, uh, they can just send you back some greenbacks. Well, they can send you greenbacks? Yeah, send you back some. Send Wait you a minute, check. what did you invest in? <laughs> that's right. You wanted some metal and want to take the liberty. Hold on a minute. They, did you invest in metal? Well, that's what they were. Do they yeah. literally have clauses that say that they don't have to pay you in what you invest in? Yeah. Yeah, there's some of that in there. You bet. Kelly Finnegan, welcome, my friend. What do you say to that? It's the old well, bait and switch true. routine, my friend. Oh, no, it's, a, it's not bait and switch. It's in the contract. You just got to get down to that bottom part where it's really in fine ink. But I mean, you got to read contracts to know the truth. Is that what you're saying? And also they settle on the previous day's close. So if silver yeah. went up $50 an ounce and you wanted to sell it, well, you get what it was yesterday. You don't get it what it is right, <laughs> right. now. You don't get the. <laughs> yeah, that's when yeah. you say, I didn't want to sell this yesterday. I want to sell it now. A lot of times when people are, are in a panic, they say, I want to sell it when? Yesterday. Well, not really, right? <laughs> wow, these terms are fascinating when you really break them down, don't you? Yesterday yeah. was born out of this reality to fleece you. And when people say yesterday, it's a joke in most cases, kind of saying, hey, let's hurry up. In this case, they've made it real, Brian. Yeah, that's exactly right. They, they change <laughs> how convenient they can change the, the, the rules. That's what we've talked about in the past, too. Yeah, government seems to change the rules as well. <clears throat> there, there was a lady that got charged $5 million for a vault to store her, her virtual silver. And so she called them on it. They, they they gave her back her money, but they were charging a vault fee for the paper. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you got to keep that up under lock and key there, <laughs> Kelly. That's serious business, my friend. Uh, what is going on around here? Bitcoin. It doesn't work with the Bitcoin? No, people are hacking into that all the time and stealing them. Yeah, and they're just losing them and stuff like that. It's like, man, they were on a hard drive here somewhere, I swear it. Yeah, the hard drive got taken to the dump. Yeah, can we go to the dump and sift through it all and find it? No, sir, that's not allowed. That's right. That's why we call it the dump. Oh, my goodness, ladies and gentlemen. People are dumping fake money everywhere, aren't they? Nobody wants to have the real stuff. You can't take delivery of that. There's clauses to make sure you don't. See, why would they have all these clauses <clears throat> if this is an honest trade, an honest <clears throat> reality? Why wouldn't they just give you deliverance of what they've promised? Why would they have all these contractual um, out clauses and manipulative clauses to fleece the people that they don't understand? You can't take possession. You can't sell it to a storefront. You can't get the money back. We'll give you paper money. We'll do this. We'll do that. Hey, it's yesterday's amount. And Why are they doing that? Because they know it's not real money, and they know they don't have the ability to honestly make good on promises. Kelly? 
Well, you know, and it's interesting, like the gambling industry used to be called gambling. Now it's gaming because casinos don't have to give you cash back for your, for your chips. It wouldn't be in their best interest to do that. But when a casino closes and you've got chips, wow, you got a nice souvenir there. So, so it's, it's the same deal. Wow. Ryan, <laughs> people are just going to discover this a day late. Pardon the pun. Because it's yesterday's close, a day late and a dollar short, aren't they? Well, they are, and and it's it's about you know they, the you know the control is basically where they want it, so it's it's how they want to run the game because they want to make the you know what was the adage if he who owns the gold makes the rules. Well, if they don't have the gold, and they you know they they can't really control that. If other people are holding gold and everybody's holding gold, they can't really suppress the people because they don't really need the paper or whatever to to play the game, but, uh, with the paper, you know, market and, 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 uh, cyber funding and, and, uh, you know, electronic currency, they can control whatever and see that's, that's the key. That's, that's where they, they want to have that control. They want to be able to put a, a push a button and say, well, now we're freezing your account because we think, you know, they might not have any proof, but we think you're doing this or you want to travel here. Or you want to do this well, you, or you, you support some group or something that they don't like. We're going to just kind of control your financial. Let's see how you like that. So it becomes a, a real stickler there that All nobody right. wants to have that happen. They say that Biden's firing warning shots for your retirement accounts. He's warned you and he plans to raise income taxes, death taxes capital gains taxes, corporate taxes, some of all, some or all of which will affect you and your family one way or another. Let's not forget the massive inflationary time bomb Biden and the Democrats are building through their tax and spend oblivion. Folks, it's sickening. Uh, but you know what? If you don't plan for this now, you may as well kiss your retirement savings goodbye. What do you say to that, Kelly? That's exactly right. I mean, you know, this is just, you know, the, the difference with some of these people is they have a, a securities license so they can do that, you know. Otherwise, it's called a Ponzi scheme. But that's exactly what it is. And Alan Greenspan once said, hey, I can make any Social Security payment you want me to make. I just can't guarantee what those dollars will be worth. And, and we're seeing that starting to play out. And Brian hasn't even begun to see the number of people with paper contracts that are going to be rushing for the exit. Uh, what do you say to this, Brian? Yeah, I think Kelly, you know, was was is right, uh, and and yet we haven't heard much about this. And it's, it's they, they kind of get you confused over here, talking about all this, that, and the other, and before you know it, over here, well, wait a minute, what? There's a retirement tax. They're doing this for my retirement. They're it's not going to be worth it, you know. So we tend to forget about all the the things that perhaps we should be focused on and and pre- uh, preparing for. And before we know it, we're swept under, oh, gosh, my check isn't as much. I'm not going to have as much retirement. I thought I'd have this, and now I can't. They're going to Anyway, yeah, it's, it's that game again. Smoke uh, and mirrors. Income taxes, death taxes, capital gains taxes, um, it's all on the chopping block, folks. Corporate taxes. Um 
some or all of which will affect you. But you think about this, Brian, and you say, how can we raise all these things? The economy just cannot take it, Brian. Right, but that that's that's pushing people under a, the thumb, and now we, oh, I guess we're going to have to rely on this government to take care of us because we they've taken all our money. We got no money left. You know, we haven't. Yeah, I mean, that's the isn't what was it over in England? I remember on my mission, the dole. Everybody was on the dole. The government, you know, the queen over there. They wanted everybody on the dole. Yeah. So my that's all right. We're going to come back, ladies and gentlemen. We're officially in a recession. The only problem is you got to define recession first, okay? Liberty Roundtable Live. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Federal officials said Wednesday they are investigating the employee who reported a package explosion at Northeastern University Wednesday. The feds believe he lied to investigators or played a part in the incident, saying his injuries did not match wounds typically consistent with an explosion. The heads of 13 railroad unions and the nation's largest freight rail carriers reached a tentative agreement early Thursday morning, less than 24 hours before workers would have gained the ability to walk off the job and strike. A new report from 225 U.S. think tank experts, chaired by former Google CEO Eric Schmidt, is raising alarm bells over China's potential to win the technology race and in the process cripple the U.S. economy and military. It's being called Mid-Decade Challenges to National Competitiveness. The task was completed last month. As the Biden administration continues its open border policy, creating a crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis sent two jets with illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard, an island in Massachusetts, Wednesday afternoon. Without knowing all the facts, Democrat State Senator Julian Sear on ABC5. They're looking just for a better life. Um, and, and, and to see this gotcha moment, this stunt, uh, really used for political gain is, is pretty disgusting. Sear claimed the jets came from Texas when, in fact, they came from Florida. The group of approximately 50 Venezuelans are being cared for by two shelters in Eggertown. The mosquito fire in California has crews mopping up the Forest Hill area, but the eastern front is still aggressive. As of Wednesday evening, the fire has burned nearly 64,000 acres and is 20% contained. 64 structures were destroyed, and about 6,000 structures remain threatened. The fire is about a 45-minute drive east of Sacramento. USA Radio News. Paid for by GovMint.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one 
1-800-888-7630. And you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened. But with limited quantities, you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Biden's declaring war on your finances. No, no joke. Biden fires warning shot. He's warned you that he plans to raise income taxes, death taxes, capital gains taxes, corporate taxes, and let's not forget the massive inflationary time bomb taking place. If you don't plan for this now, you may as well kiss your retirement savings goodbye, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's going on. It's official. The Joe Biden recession is in full force. No matter how much the White House or its cronies in the corporate-controlled media try to cover up the economic crisis, we are absolutely in a recession. All right? But you got to ask the question, Kelly and Brian, what is a recession? I don't know if you know. Uh, we'll talk about the details. But what is a recession? What What is an ec- economic decline? I mean, uh, you know, widespread drop in spending. Is that what they recession would be? Yeah, what is a recession, Kelly? Do you have any idea? Well, they always say a recession is when it happens to the other guy, and it's a depression when it happens to you. But <laughs> you came into that reality check. Now but listen to this. They say that a recession two, often – It's supposed to be two quarters of, of economic decline. Yeah, that's the way they used to define it, simply to the American people, but now they don't want it to be that simple because they have to admit it's a recession. Now they say is a recession is a significant decline in economic – economy that lasts for months or even years experts declare a recession when the economic economy experiences negative growth domestic product rising levels of employment or unemployment unemployment yeah yeah unemployment following following retail sales uh, a recession is considered a unavoidable part of a business cycle or a regular cadence of expansion and contraction that occurs in nations and their economy. But the official recession definition, they say during a recession, the economy struggles, people lose work, companies make less sales, and the country's overall economic output declines. But the point where the country falls into a recession depends on a variety of factors. Now, I don't know if you know this, ladies and gentlemen, but this definition is defined by, listen carefully, the National Bureau of Economic Research. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, that's generally recognized as the authority that defines the starting and the ending dates of U.S. recessions. NBER has its own definition of what constitutes a recession. So there you have it. They say it's a more flexible rule. But the truth is what it means is you've got this third-party organization that's not elected, 
I don't know if it's appointed, but it's a third party, not under the control of the government at all, that makes this determination. So if you say we're in a recession, or I say that, and we look at economic factors, you don't have any authority to say that. We've got to go to this outsourced, third-party, unaccountable, elite group of thugs to even determine if we're in a recession. Otherwise, you're peddling fake news, Brian. <laughs> there you go. Well, I, I didn't realize there was a third-party group there. So, you know, I guess what they taught us about economics and and uh, we've been taught is wrong. We, we, I guess we, we should have learned more about this third-party group. Yeah, the National Bureau of Economic Research, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. NBER. Who knew? Is generally recognized as the authority that defines the starting and ending dates of U.S. recessions. Did you know this, Kelly? Uh, I know that they don't usually call them until after, but this one's so bad. And the way they're getting around it is with the unemployment. They're saying, well, we, we don't have... We have really low unemployment because everybody's got help wanted signs. It's like, yeah, because you're not counting the people that just stopped looking for work. That's the problem. <laughs> I look at this. There's problems. <laughs> and I can't even kind of comprehend this, though. you got to understand, who is this economic group? Who appoints these people? Right? Well, I... I would say the people that appoint these people are the same people that put in the IRS and the and and created the Federal Reserve. <clears throat> Who I'm controls sure the NBER? Now listen, they say the 45th annual NBER. They call it a Summer Institute. Will be held Monday, July 11th to July 29th, 2022. You missed it, folks. You were in a recession and you missed it, okay? It'll we weren't invited? Of, no, of course not, sir. <laughs> Nearly 50 distinct meetings took place, each focusing on a topic or a subfield in economics. All right, well, their website is nber.org. Okay, this is criminal. Think about this. Well, it's a private well, listen, it's a private nonpartisan organization that facilitates quote cutting edge investigation and analysis of major economic issues and then disseminates research to academics, public and private decision makers and the public eye. That's who these people are. It's not government at all, and they define a recession in America. And if you don't go with what they say, you're guilty of fake news. And they're literally talking about possible prosecution. Why? Wow. Because you're not allowed to do that, my friend. Who do you think you are? You think you can just go off half-cocked without the real evidence, real information? Think about this. I was going to say, this, this sounds like something you'd expect from the Chinese Communist Party saying that, hey, if you don't go along with what we're doing, then, you know, there's going to be a lot of problems for you. That's the deal. N-B-E-R. I recommend all you people go take a look at this to see if I'm full of baloney or if it's true. I'm telling you right now, these people have their own definition of what constitutes a recession. And don't you dare act like you know. 
Because, buddy, if you're not reading their definition and applying it appropriately, um, you could be guilty of, well, let me just say this. Do you have a financial license to deal with securities and such like that? Or are you just spewing out of your ignorance and uh, peddling fake news that could harm the economy, Kelly? You see? I That's where they're headed. To Bri- I jokingly mentioned to Brian I was going to get my Securities 3 license just to say that I'm a licensed securities broker. There you go. I think that that's a good idea. <laughs> but it's kind of like the bar, though. You do that, then you got to obey. If you don't obey, then you're in bigger trouble. Yeah, See, like they you got have ways. to get a license to cut hair and polish nails. Like, why? Darn right. You're not what, good. If you, what if somebody passed out for that nail polish, buddy? It could get rowdy in here. I don't have to have a license to practice chemistry. You don't? No. Then how do we give these people some chemicals that might let them see straight and understand God-given liberties? Can you do that? I can't tell you that if I could do that, but you could. (laughs) (laughs) And what is a recession, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, this is just what's so insane. Uh, It used to be to where everybody could define it, and now they're just wordsmithing this into a big old massive debate where they want to marginalize anybody who doesn't go along with what they say. They say everything is fine. You just think you're in a crisis, and you're not really. You're delusionary. In fact, you've got kind of a mental, well, we need to probably do a mental evaluation on both of you because I'm just saying, you you think the sky is falling, and it's not, okay? It's not. I know you can't buy bread. I get it, but don't worry about that. That's just a figment of your imagination. Now, if you come in the country and declare yourself an illegal alien, you'll get food. You got it? Some kind of reality show, then we're kind of. All right. Anyway, I find this interesting. Uh, NBER organization creating their own definitions. I just find that fascinating. I don't know how to so respond it, to it even. It, so right? is it is it is it kind of like a secret combination? Because we don't know anything about it. We all of a sudden just hear this here, and all of a sudden it pops up and say, "Well, hey, you have no credibility because you you haven't been in tune with the NBER uh, organization, and, and well, we didn't no, even know about it." No, 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 it. it's so not a secret combination, my friend. It's in plain sight. <laughs> it's on the internet, man. Oh, okay. All well, right. it's well, been around for a long time. It's just never been important to know that hey we're in the middle of something and people are people are waking up that's the problem for them well just because you don't know how to use the internet and you don't know it's there that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff on the internet i don't know don't want to know really. <laughs> just <laughs> wow n-b-e-r november bravo echo romeo n-b-e-r.org check it out If you think I'm full of baloney, hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the one and only Honest Money Report with Brian Rust at RustQuentinGift.com on your radio. The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education. 
conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Ladies and gentlemen, no. Cheech and Chong are in the welfare <laughs> office, folks. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Cheech and Chong in the welfare office. And in this uh, movie, in this clip, you know, they're like a recession, a depression. Who even knows the difference, right? That's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. It feels like that's where we are in America. We're all in a big welfare office, Kelly. Yeah, we're, <laughs> and, and you know what? People don't have a problem with that. There, there's not that stigma of, you know, that someone's on assistance or whether it's like, what, you haven't learned how to play the game yet and how to go along with it and get all this free stuff? And, and, and I work with people that I have to bring stuff up to them. Well, I never hear about that on the news. And it's like, yeah, they filter this out. They don't want people to panic. All right, Brian, what do you say? Well, I agree. <clears throat> what is it, Cheech and Chong? I guess they're over there in the corner. They, there's some paper. They can roll a little bit of the weed and... And uh, come out of there just hiring a kite. Well, that's what we've got going on nowadays. You've literally got Joe Biden <laughs> trying to basically create these drug vending machines. Have you seen this? 
<laughs> you, you literally can go to a drug vending machine now and get dope if you got the government-approved uh, tokens. I, see. I kid you not. Have you seen this? I haven't. Have you seen this, Kelly? I have it, but I don't doubt it. I kid you not. Drug vending machines. <laughs> yeah, my friend, it's my friend Terry up in Seattle. Belief. He, he, yep. Go ahead, Ryan. Well, my buddy up in from uh, Seattle, he lived up there, and that's one of the reasons he kind of get moved out of there because it seemed like on every corner there was someone smoking pot, and and it was legal. You know, you could just be pretty well anywhere, and it was. So yeah, but <clears throat> maybe that's the case. Yeah, you know what they're calling it, don't you? <laughs> no, they're calling it harm reduction. Oh, the distribution of these vending machines—it's called harm reduction. I kid you not. And um, uh, I'm trying to think of the words to, to even highlight this story, but they say Biden admin is funding drug supply vending machines uh, under the harm reduction idea. Uh, and the Biden administration is funding, they're spending nearly $3.6 million to help fuel the drug epidemic with what they call harm reduction kiosks, just so you know. So, you guys, we're in good shape, man. All you got to do, that's why I played this thing. We're all on corporate welfare. If you're a drug addict, you're on welfare. If you're rich, you're on welfare, right? Um, right. We just sent out over a billion dollars to illegal crime cartels that took advantage of the COVID funding. Everybody's on the dole. You can't not be on the dole. The IRS decides to send you a check or, or, or the government sends you a check. You don't dare not cash it because then they'll basically claim that you already got it on your taxes, right? Well, you're on the dole and you're on the dope. Yeah, man. <laughs> and then the kids say that that's dope, Brian. Haven't you heard the kids say that? That's dope. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you, you ever heard a kid say that? See? Yeah. So there you go, man. <laughs> the whole economy, the society, the recession is dope. I'm starting to see the light. Wow. And, and chemists been... who, who actually work and do federal contracts for FDA, EPA, they, they can't ha have a marijuana license because it's not federally approved. States might legalize it, but the federal government has it. So if you're doing anything, the feds say no, that's, you're, you're done. Wow. Yeah. Biden admin is funding drug supply vending machines. Yeah, they're spending nearly $3.6 million to help fuel the drug epidemic with harm reduction kiosks. That's according to the National Institutes of Health, guys. Well, we, we definitely need it out there. So many people need the, the weed and and uh, the drugs just to, to you know suffice the, the, the day events. So I guess, yeah, putting those vending machines, why not, huh? Let's, let's do right. it. Wow. Well, that's how you Folks. get a captive audience, right? You make them so that they have to have what you supply. I don't even yeah, know how to respond you. to this. Yeah. It's insane, you guys. Well, I mean, it, it's coming to your corner. It's going to be on every corner on this. What, is, what do they say on TV? It's coming to your network soon. Now it's going to be coming to your street corner soon. I, I just can't really believe this is happening, folks. And nobody seems to care. I just went to a movie last night. 
and I went to a good movie, which I'll talk about later uh, in one of these future shows. In the next several days, I'll talk about it. I've just got so much on the plate to discuss. But there was a movie there that they were promoting. It's like something like Guy Meets Guy or some weird thing, and there's this poster where these two guys have their hands on each other's butts and all this kind of weird stuff. It's playing right down in Provo, Utah. Orem, Utah. No one even bats an eye. Everybody's just like, oh, this is all good. And I'm thinking, have we lost our collective minds, Kelly? Well, they want to look like we're, we're just like everybody else. We're, we're as cool as the next guy. So, and unfortunately, we're even seeing that at BYU and things that the church sponsors because, you know, they want us to be approved and accepted by those people. Wow. Brian, do you want to respond? Well, I, I think it's, you know, it's, it, you know, if we, you know, look at overall <clears throat> the world we overall live in and, you know, and the, the, the battle between right and wrong, I mean, you know, Satan's plan is basically to slowly lead you down to hell. And that's kind of what they do. It's kind of the lukewarm thing and you just uh, a little bit here, try a little bit here. Just we're going to, we're going to push the, the envelope or the edge here just a little bit more, a little bit more, a little more. And, and, and so that we don't, before we know it, we're we're like the frog, and you're boiling in water, and it's too late. And then so that's Satan's plan, just slowly lead you down to hell. I mean, just little by little. <sighs> I don't know how to even respond to this, but here's the latest story. We're about ready to codify all this, folks. The vote on what's called H.R. 8404, so H.R. 8404. They call it the misnamed Respect for Marriage Act, right? It's coming next week in a vote, folks, and it will be very close. We might not even be able to stop it. This bill will force same-sex, child bride, incestuous, and polygamous marriages on the nation. And we seriously don't even know if we can stop it, Brian. Wow. Wow, that's unreal. And when we, yeah. (laughs) And most people don't even know. And I bring it up, and they're like, hey, man, you're peddling fake news. You got to stop that. I'm thinking, what? This is literally a bill. Go look up the number and decide if I'm peddling fake news, right? Right. Uh, go ahead and um, you know, research it. See how close we are. Call your senator. Call your congressman. Do a little bit of effort to see if I'm telling the truth or if I'm peddling fake news. This is serious business, ladies and gentlemen. And it's right in front of us. And we're just going around humdy dum. Let's go to the movies and watch two guys grab each other's derrieres. What the heck is going on, man? No one seems even the least bit bothered. Right. What the heck do we do? Well, and then maybe, you know, you, may, sorry, I'm jumping in here, Sam, but maybe, you know, the, the fear, the fear aspect, I think people kind of get a little bit feared. Well, gosh, if I say something, am I going to get, you know, so we, we really, we, we step back because we don't want anyone to kind of rock the world or rock our world or whatever it is. And, and, and so there's, there's some of that. I just believe that people are, well, I don't want to, I just want to live in my little bubble. You know, let me stick my head in the ground. And, and I think there's you know, a lot of that. People are scared. And, and I mean, you look at all these people that have been accused of things that they didn't do, what uh, Judge Moore and others, and they and they kind of are watching this and think, gosh, if I say something, am I going to be in the same boat? Is it how's it going to affect my family? And so we we tend to not say something instead of step up and say, you know, get more and more people behind. 
And so perhaps that's a, a thought. I don't even know how to deal with this. Where are we going to be uh, if, if we allow this stuff to stand, Kelly? Oh, I, I, they're not. Yeah, but that's how Biden and Pelosi get around it is they say, well, I represent people that feel differently, too. So I have to stand up for them, too. So that's, that's how they, their, their cop out is on that. Rather than standing up for what they supposedly know is right, they blame it that they're just to be representative of the people. All right, let's give uh, Brian the last word on this thing. I believe that these um, unconnected issues with immorality and promoting drug machines and all these perverted jet, I believe it will have an absolute direct effect on the economy, Brian. You cannot disobey God and have your uh, stability and prosperity intact. You can't do it, sir. Yeah, I agree with you, Sam, and that's that's really kind of where we've been heading for such a long period. We've we've taken God out of everything, you know, and and uh, and we we've you know us as Christians have allowed a lot of that to happen, and 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 we don't stand up and fight for for what we we believe, and slowly we're led to hell because these others, these small groups and and so on that that want to stand and voice their opinion and and uh, get the media attention on it, and and before we know it, we're it's a whirlwind of all kinds of things. And then they we're racist if we stand up and say something or, you know, and, and it's, it's just a, it's a sad situation in our world today. And we need to be more involved like this bill. Everybody should get out there and look at this HR 804, 8404. And, and, uh, you know, get a hold of those who represent you and, and make a stand. All right. There you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, look, if you want to take possession of your medal, if you want to prepare as Biden declares war on you individually, economically, uh, you need to get constitutional currency, folks, a hedge against abuse. Look, buying gold and silver with the paper manipulations will not get you rich. So if you want to get rich, go to Bitcoin and you know, sink or swim with the rest of the gold diggers. Okay, But if you want honest, real money and you want stability in your portfolio and you want to take possession of your medals, Brian Rust is the one to go to because he'll absolutely give you the direct honest money reality check folks rustcoinandgift.com is where you go uh brian we sure appreciate all that you do sir keep it up and watch that lady and let me know what happens with her deal if she can't even get her medal that's an interesting twist i have never heard of yet they must be desperate brian there you go thanks sam appreciate thank you. you thank you kelly yep thanks a lot talk to you guys soon all right there you have it the honest money report Hour two, we got an incredible surprise guest coming your way. I won't even tell you who it is, but he's on TV all the time. I am Sam Bushman. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. We declare we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore America. You got to get involved, make it a great day, and do what is right. Will you please? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman. This is indeed 
Liberty Roundtable Live for September the 15th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our two of two. We have an incredible guest today, Mr. Dick Morris. Well, number one, New York Times bestselling author. He's all been on TV everywhere for quite some time. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. So great to be here. I'm, uh, I'm really very up today because the developments yesterday in the Russia, Russia, Russia scandal and in the archive scandal both really bolster the point I make in my new book, The Return, Trump's Big 2024 Comeback, that Trump is going to run again and is going to win. The, what happened yesterday was that Igor Danchenko, D-A-N-C-H-E-N-K-O, who was a Russian oligarch, who is the source of most of the dossier that was used to frame Trump and accuse him of collusion with Russia, that mo- that Danchenko was revealed by Special Attorney Durham to be the source of most of the information in the dossier, and that he was actually on the FBI payroll when he was doing so from 2017 to 2020. So this means that the phony Russia scandal was not just dreamed up by the Hillary Clinton campaign, but was actually created by the FBI, that they created the scandal. They fabricated the evidence. They fabricated the dossier that was so flawed that Steele had written. And he, uh, and, and as a result, they threw the country into a total conniption. Now, the relevance of this to the Mar-a-Lago raid is very significant because it means that Trump's documents that he brought from the White House to Mar-a-Lago were probably not to, were not issues as whether Trump should be indicted or is culpable. The issue was, did the FBI need to be censored or indicted for its conduct in the Russia scandal? In other words, those documents were a smoking gun that showed that the FBI relied on a paid informant to fabricate evidence against Trump, to leak it to the media, to try to get him impeached and discredit him throughout his presidency. And that that was entirely an FBI plot orchestrated by, a, by an oligarch who was on their payroll. In other words, you're saying Trump was not... Uh, evading the FBI. The FBI was evading Donald Trump. They know that he's got the goods on them, and they want to gather the goods back and try to deep six it if they can, right? Yep, that's the way to, that's, that's the explanation. Now, here's the and question. The if the FBI paid off a Russian to be a confidential informant, and they literally created the dossier, they buried Hunter Biden slash Joe Biden stories at the same time they let this false narrative against the Donald Trump They've literally, the FBI's committed election fraud, Dick. Yeah, well, they, at least that, if not treason. Uh, the, the point I would make about Hunter Biden that I make in the book, The Return, that people are not focusing on, is Hunter Biden's laptop is the least of the stories. There was an institute that Joe Biden founded at the University of Pennsylvania called the Biden Center for Peace and Diplomacy. And he set that up in as he was leaving the White House as vice president. And it was his main source of income 
during the whole period between his vice presidency and his presidency. And it was founded with a $22 million grant from China. And over a million dollars of Chinese money flowed into that center. And it paid Biden one million a year. And Tony Blinken, the future Secretary of State, was on the payroll as the executive director of this institute. So basically, the president and the Secretary of State of the United States were on the payroll of the Chinese government during the four years that they were out of power. Where do we go from here? Donald Trump will probably run and be president. Hillary's going to run. Is that what we see in the 2024 elections? Yeah, what's going to happen on the Democratic side is that F Biden's going to lose going to lose the House and the Senate, by the way. Uh, the races are looking better and better for the Republicans. And uh, that's going to cause the Democratic leadership to go to Biden and say, hey, you can't run again. We won't throw you out as president, but you led us into disaster last year. You can't do it again. And Biden will then reluctantly announce that he's not going to run for another term. And that will open the floodgates to other Democratic candidates. You'll get and a bunch of leftists, Gavin Newsom, Bernie Sanders, and maybe even AOC herself, will percolate to the top of the polls. And that will send the Democratic leaders into total panic. And they will go to the part to Hillary, just like they did in 2016, and say, you've got to get into this race to save us from Bernie Sanders. Don't let us have a disaster like we just did in 22. You've got to save us. And she has been setting that up the whole time. She's now on a tour promoting a TV show called Gutsy Girls. And uh, she's talking about, they, they asked her yesterday, two days ago, what do you think of Biden calling the Republicans semi-fascists? And she said, well, fascist is a big word. Uh, why don't we just have both parties cool the rhetoric and not call everyone a socialist because they want health care? And that was a moderate statement across the surface. And I think that Hillary is positioning herself as the moderate alternative to the Democratic left. And after the Democratic left runs the party into the grounds in the 22 election, she will emerge as a logical alternative to the party. And I think she will be their candidate in 2024. And I think Trump will beat her to a pulp. Are you in touch with Hillary these days? <laughs> yeah, well, she sends me a Christmas card, but there's a white powder on it, so I don't open it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you think might shake this up? Because it seems too patent simple. Hey, Hillary's going to run. Donald's going to run. Donald will best Hillary again. Uh, there'll be a couple of spoilers in the mix, uh, et cetera. Uh, is there something that could throw this all into uh, chaos? Well, the Democrats thrive on that. Uh, one of the things would be the issue of voter fraud, that they could steal the election, as they, I think, did largely in 2020. But, then, but what we have to do is to focus on electing Republican secretaries of state and because they are the people who control the election machinery. And the Democrats really won the election in 2020. In 2018, when they overthrew uh, Republicans who were the secretaries of state in Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Arizona. 
and replaced them with left-wing Democrats who believed in voter fraud, who did everything they could to get everyone to vote, whether they were qualified to vote or not. And uh, we need to get Republicans back into those offices this year. But the other thing that's going on is there is a court decision coming in October in a case called uh, Moore versus Harper, which says that the legislature uh, is the sole body to determine qualifications and procedures for holding elections. That's in the Constitution, uh, Article 1, Section 5. Uh, and the strict constructionists are bringing a lawsuit uh, saying, let's cut the governors out of this process entirely. The legislature is largely Republican. They've passed really good election reforms. The Democrats have vetoed them. Now let's say that they can't veto them because the Constitution vests the legislatures, not the governors, with the power to determine election laws. So, Dick, do you believe, the, like the uh, Democrat or the Republicans are saying, etc., the Democrats have said this before, too, do you believe that uh, election fraud has taken place? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, my God. Yeah, yes, yeah. The, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. I mean, of course. Uh, absolutely. I think that um, I think that probably Biden got more legitimate votes than Trump did nationally. But clearly, uh, uh, Michigan, Pennsylvania and Arizona and Georgia, particularly Arizona and Georgia, uh, should have gone Republican, but for election fraud. The reason the courts didn't determine that is the secret ballot. They could tell that in Arizona, and they did, there were 53,000 people who voted who should not have voted, and Biden carried the state by 11,000. But they can't tell how the 53,000 voted for, because it's a secret ballot. So if they all voted for Biden, okay, you can throw out the election. But if they all voted for Trump, then you can't. And there's no way to prove that they voted one way or the other, because the ballot's a secret. And that's how they got away with it. But they're not going to get away with it this time. What about the FBI literally suppressing Biden's shenanigans, but then focusing on Trump and it turned out to be false and not true? Isn't that election well, fraud, too? Yeah, I think it is. And it's, the FBI needs to be cleaned out. What's going to happen is this investigation of the archives is going nowhere. It's a total charade. And um, Trump's not going to be indicted or anything. But at that point, the Republicans are going to take Congress this year, and they're going to set up a committee to investigate the FBI. And then the documents Trump brought with him from the White House to Mar-a-Lago that the FBI seized will be the smoking gun that will show that the FBI manipulated the whole Russia-Russia probe uh, to, um, to frame Trump and to try to get him thrown out. Do you think the Republicans, if they gain control, will be serious enough? They often talk but never really walk the walk. Will they really defund the new IRS agents next year, et cetera? Do you think they'll really do what they're promising? Yes, I think they will. I think what's going to happen is that the uh, there will be a continuing resolution to continue funding the government at the current levels, uh, and it will expire in November and December, as it usually does. 
then the Democrats will say, well, let's just keep these current levels for the rest of the year. And the Republicans are going to say, nope, there was just an election and we just won it. And we want to cut these spending levels. And the Democrats will say, well, we're not going to go along with that. This would cause a government shutdown. And I think in December there will be a government shutdown because the Republicans are going to say, respect the will of the people, cut out these IRS agents, cut back on Biden's spending, and tame this inflation that way. And Democrats are going to say, no, no, we, we, um, we control Congress until January 1st, and it's irresponsible to close the government. And that'll be the fight, and I think the Republicans will win it. But that's going to be the fight of the century. You see, all the money that Biden got voted was an authorization. You can't actually spend it until it's appropriated. And the appropriations process goes year by year. And if we win Congress in November, we can control that starting January 1st when the Republican Congress would take over. What do you think the recession reality will do to play into this as things unfold and stuff? Americans are suffering, Dick. Yeah, well, it's going to get far worse. Uh, The cycle we're facing is so destructive. Uh, Government spending, excessive spending like Biden has done, is causing the inflation. The Democrats then react to the excessive spending, to the to the uh, inflation, and they say, oh, let's increase spending and aid to people so they can overcome inflation. And they just did that. They voted $900 billion more. And uh, that spending will cause more inflation. And then the Federal Reserve Board will say, oh, my God, this is spiraling out of control. We've got to raise interest rates dramatically and quickly. I think they'll go up three whole points in the next three or four months. I think they'll raise it a full point in October, November, and December each. And that'll cast the country into a quick recession, a serious one with massive unemployment. Then the Democrats are going to say, oh, my God, look at this unemployment. We've got to increase spending to help people make ends meet. And they'll try to do it. And that will set up a permanent cycle of spending and inflation, spending and inflation, which will ultimately destabilize the dollar and undermine our entire economy. And we have to break that cycle. And the only way to do that is this year, elect the Republican Congress and then make them next year roll back the spending so that it doesn't destroy us. My concern is the Republicans have made so many promises so many times, and they've betrayed us every time. I look at the Republican freshman revolution back in the Newt Gingrich days in the 90s. I look at when they had control of the White House, the House, the Senate, and the courts just recently, and they they barely deliver, Mr. No, Morris. No, no, barely. That, that's not true. Donald Trump delivered completely on his promises. I mean, my I agree God. he did his best, but I think his party betrayed him. No, no. He got his program adopted verbatim, and, uh, and, it, and it worked fantastically. Uh, we had the highest growth. We had huge job creation. We had big increases in median income after inflation, and, uh, and no inflation as a result. And uh, then Biden came in and screwed it all up by spending $2 trillion after COVID was over 
on COVID relief that had nothing to do with relief, but it set the economy into a pattern of inflation. Trump and the Republicans really delivered the last time they were there, and I think they will this time. What do you think that COVID and or future, I don't know what you want to call them, but um, illnesses or whatever you want to call it, health issues, pandemics. what do you think that what, uh, pandemics, uh, et cetera, what do you think is going to be uh, the future for that? Are they going to are they going to fake any of these things? What do you think is going to happen? Well, I think the Democrats would dearly love to have the country locked down because they're easier to control that way. And uh, I think that it's uh, very possible that they'll take something like monkey pox and blow it out of all proportion and try to institute lockdowns and uh, and quarantines and stuff like that. Uh, but we have to fight that. We have to realize, first of all, that the, there were hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people who died in the COVID period, not from COVID, but from not getting medical care or not eating properly during the days of the shutdown. And secondly, an entire generation of Americans is growing up having missed two grades of school. Just think in your own life, if you had not been in school second or third grade and went from first grade to fourth grade, there'd be a hole in your learning curve that you'd never make up in your entire life. It's like you look at the rings of a tree when there's been a uh, major cataclysm, like a meteor strike, and you see the imprint of the of the strike on each of the rings of each of the trees. And I think that's what our kids are going to be like. They'll be wrestling with this English and math score deficiencies caused by the schools being closed for the rest of their lives. And we can't let that happen again. We have to realize life has risks. We have to realize that a lot of people die and that we should take sensible steps to stop that from happening. But that the but that lockdowns and quarantines do not work. Uh, what works is getting a vaccine, like Trump did, that that stops the epidemic and stops the deaths. And while the vaccine has not been all we hoped it would be, it certainly saved millions and tens of millions of lives. And that was always the answer, not the lockdown. What do you think of the ivermectin discussion? It saved my life. Say again. What do you think about ivermectin? They, they mocked it, but it saved my life. Yes, absolutely. All right, good. I'm glad it did. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, all those remedies. You see, the whole point was that you had a choice at the start of the pandemic. The Democrats wanted to prevent the disease. Republicans wanted to cure the disease. So the Republican approach was to put a boatload of money into the pharmaceutical companies and tell them whoever develops this vaccine first gets really, really rich. And uh, Pfizer and, uh, and, the, and the other companies stepped up and did that. And, uh, and they got rewarded for it. And I'm glad they did. The Democrats said, no, no, no. Stop the disease from spreading. Lock everybody down. Quarantine everybody. Close the schools. Close your businesses. And uh, that's because their whole approach is that it's to regulate people, not to solve the problem. And uh, I think that we saw bluntly and starkly the dichotomy between the parties and how they respond to a crisis. And these all right, we've only got a couple I of minutes left. Let's talk more book. about your book. 
uh, Mr. Yeah. Morris. Let's let's focus well, on that. Uh, give us more details. The book is called The Return, Trump's Big 2020 Comeback. It explains that Trump will run again. I speak to him constantly. It outlines the strategy he will use to win and why that will work. You see, in 2016, I wrote a book called Armageddon, How Trump Can Defeat Hillary. And it was published six months before Election Day. And it basically predicted what happened, and it set up a roadmap that Trump followed to win. And this is its sequel. It's the roadmap for Trump to win in 2024. And I go through it in great detail and lay it out for everybody to read. And uh, the president was generous in urging people to read the book. He said it was a fascinating guide to what's going to happen in the future. And uh, it's, it's all there. It explains how we'll avoid election fraud. It explains why Hillary will be our opponent. It explains why Trump will get the nomination, probably without a primary fight. It explains what the Democratic tactics are going to be and how we can counter them. Uh, is Donald Trump going to be indicted, do you think? He won't, will he? No. No, he won't. The um, U.S. District Court judge who set up the special master warned against indicting him. I think what they'll do is continue to harass Trump supporters by serving them with subpoenas while Trump is trying to get them to donate to his campaign. In the afternoon, Trump calls, and in the morning, they get a subpoena to testify on the grounds that they're laundering money or something. And it's all designed to dry up Trump's money. But indictment, no, I don't think they can. But I think the indictment is going to be of the FBI by Donald Trump over these Mar-a-Lago documents. That's one of the big exposés in my book. And uh, for that alone, people should read it. All right. Your book is out now, right? Oh, yeah. I've been out for two months and sold, sold 60,000 copies to, as of today. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the return. Trump's big comeback in 2024. What do you see beyond 2024 really quick? Well, whenever a liberal left-wing party loses an election, their response is always to move to the left, not to the center, as you'd think it would be, but to the left. So, for example, after Reagan uh, defeated Carter, the next two Democratic candidates were Mondale and Dukakis. The same thing happened in Britain after Thatcher won. And I think the Democratic Party is going to move further and further to the left. The moderates will leave the party. The radicals and crazies will increasingly dominate it. And I think the Democrats will get in for a decade of defeat. Will they completely implode and will we see another uh, party take its place? That happened with the Republicans no. in the early days. No, they'll, they'll simply uh, lose elections till the light dawns on them, just like they did when after Mondale and Dukakis, the light dawned and they nominated Clinton. And in Britain, they nominated Tony Blair, but only after 10 years of failed races. So it'll take about 10 years for them to get the point. Wow, there you have it. All right, Nick Morris, any final thoughts? No, just thank you very much for the time. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. People can get your book virtually anywhere, right? Yeah, I have not been banned. So uh, you could get it on Amazon or Barnes & Nobles or bookstores or any of those places. All right. If people Thank want to follow you. Dick Morris, your website, 
DickMorris.com is the place to go for all your commentary and articles, right? Yep. All right, sir. Thank you so much. Godspeed. There he goes, ladies and gentlemen. Dick Morris doing a phenomenal job. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. the land you're listening to liberty news radio usa radio news with lance pride a tentative agreement to avoid a potential railway strike that threatened to shut down the u.s economy has been adverted the white house said in a statement that the tentative deal is an important win for our economy and the american people Chinese investment in U.S. venture capital funds is flowing, bringing to light the economic ties between Silicon Valley and China remain deep, despite political and national security risks. Chinese investment is on pace to reach about $880 million this year. Former Secretary of Housing and Urban Development Ben Carson told Newsmax, hatred is the biggest threat to the viability of our nation. Well, you know, America has certain values that were essential to its uh, establishment. Things like our faith, things like liberty and community working together, our respect for life. And, and those are the kinds of things that we must be willing to stand up for. As those things are moving away from us, look what's happening to our society. Florida GOP Governor Ron DeSantis sent two jets of illegal immigrants Wednesday to Martha's Vineyard in the latest move to get Democrat-run areas away from the southern border to bear some of the responsibility for President Biden's open border policies. Barbara Rush on CBS Boston says the 50 immigrants are all being taken care of. From what we found out by talking to the people there, um, originally from Venezuela, they were flown here. Um, we're not sure. Um, what uh, what plane brought them here or how they got on a plane to here. They did tell us they came from Texas. Amazon's Thursday night football debut tonight is a landmark event for the sports world and the media industry, as it will be broadcast on Amazon Prime streaming service. USA Radio News. Paid for by government.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one. 1-800-888-7630 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened, but with limited quantities you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. Back.
Back with you live, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. Now Eldon Stahl, well-known field coordinator for the John Birch Society, JBS.org, and the New American. Welcome back, sir. Thank you so much. Great to be here, Sam. Oh, man, there's so much going on in the news, it's hard to even focus. But I want to go back to uh, the Dick Morris interview that we just had. And the FBI literally paid off a Russian to be a confidential informant against Donald Trump. The FBI raided Donald's home. Uh, The FBI literally got involved with the Hillary candidacy for president and funded and promoted a dossier full of intentionally false information to prevent Donald Trump from winning. They furthermore suppressed stories regarding Joe Biden and his son Hunter, putting um, uh, kind of Joe Biden in the pretty boy seat and Donald Trump being the villain. They did this even though they had the goods on Hunter and on Joe, and they've had it for a long time before the 2020 election, at least a year. They also knew the information they were creating and peddling against Donald Trump was absolutely false. If that's not the greatest degree of election fraud to use one of the highest agencies in the country, the FBI and the Justice Department in bed together, uh, they've literally committed election fraud at the highest levels, and we've now proved it. Even guys like Dick Morris agree that election fraud has taken place. What do we do with this kind of stuff, Eldon? This is, it's never been like this in my lifetime. Well, it is an awful situation, that's for sure. Uh, we have the uh, people that are trying to overthrow our country. They've infiltrated the, um, you know, the highest federal law enforcement agencies. And so, uh, you know, we've, we've certainly got to clean house. At, and part of that is going to have to be, unfortunately, these agencies which have the guns, which is not a good situation, is it? Do you think there'll be accountability for this? The Republicans promise if we elect them, they'll create accountability and they'll dig into Fauci and his criminal activity. Uh, they'll dig into this FBI and Justice Department and get to the bottom of all this. I No offense, but I don't have any faith in them. They promised in the Republican Revolution back in 94 with Newt Gingrich, which was a disaster and a meltdown. They've had control of everything in this last election. I know Dick Morris thinks they've accomplished everything, but I don't personally. Um, and I'm mm-hmm. not attacking Dick. He has the right to his view of what was accomplished, and I have the right to my view. Uh, we can agree to disagree agreeably and be peaceful about that. I'm just saying I don't really think they've accomplished as much as we believe they have. Um, uh, Donald did very well in many cases, and i got to give him a lot of credit. But his party betrayed him. President Trump could have passed this uh, life protection bill um, that they're working on right this very minute, right? Uh, and But the Republicans didn't double down with Donald Trump. They didn't. We could have built more of the wall. We could have a lot of these promises that President Trump really worked for. He got undermined by his own party, his own people. And I'm afraid if we put them in power, they're not going to go after anybody. It'll be like, lock up Hillary and then silence. Yeah, right? it's, uh, um, <laughs> I, I felt like uh, it was difficult for, uh, for Mr. Morris to admit that the Republicans hadn't delivered uh, everything that they promised, because it seems like the the basic solution that he's trying to push is vote Republican, and I think the solution is much more deep than that, um, because uh, changing one party out for another, we found in the past, uh, without a change in the understanding of the voters, uh, just simply is not 
a sufficient uh, solution to what we're dealing with. Because uh, as you know, I'm sure uh, there's many people in the Republican Party that also are, um, uh, you know, left-leaning. Uh, they they want global government. They're they're globalists. Uh, so we, there's a lot of problems in the Republican Party itself, which we can't just brush under the rug. I agree. We can't brush it under the rug, but I'm fearful that's exactly what they're going to do. I wish it were different, ladies and gentlemen, but I simply do not have uh, the confidence. And the reason that I don't is because I look at what they've done in the past. We want to blame Biden for all the spending. Look, the, Demo- the Republicans have ratcheted up spending just as much as the Democrats have. Rand Paul's the only one that really with his penny plan has tried to literally reduce it a little bit at a time or even hold the line. And all they do is ignore Rand Paul. Even the Republicans, when they have absolute authority and power and control and everything else, they just ignore Ron. Or Rand. And I look at that and I go, hmm. So, I mean, I appreciate that we want to blame it all on the Democrats. Uh, but to me, we got this left-right dishonest paradigm uh, that we've got to jettison if we're going to really elect constitutionalists. If we're really going to elect people who believe in their oaths of office, who really understand the proper role of limited government, and who have the integrity to literally lead for that cause. Eldon? Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, one thing that uh, I'm sh- you probably remember me mentioning is the new scorecards that the, the, the New America and the John Burr Society have put out on all of Congress that people can download, and they're nice and simple individualized scorecards. Uh, we're rolling out now uh, the ones for state legislators, and this is really going to be a game changer. Uh, you know, to to get enough distributed to change Congress and make constitutional requires much more effort, time, money than it does to uh, cover a state legislative district. Uh, And so this is going to be something that even smaller groups can uh, can do and make their state legislatures, which is often the farm team for Congress, by the way, uh, constitutional. Uh, So start with, you know, more local there. Uh, It's it's going to be something that uh, I'm sure there's people that will push back against this effort because the they uh, they will see that it's effective in getting out some of these uh, um, leftists and what people often call rhinos in the legislatures. All right, let's help people understand. The New American has been well-known for the Freedom Index and the scorecards, right? Are they one and the same thing, or yeah. do they go hand-in-hand? Hand? Well, we've got uh, the Freedom Index, which covers all of Congress, and that's uh, an article in the New American which comes out twice a year and you can get reprinted articles uh, order those but this individualized what they call congressional scorecards uh, those you can go to well either the newamerican.com or thefreedomindex.org and uh, download those and those are printable locally uh, so and it's just a one sheet of paper regular size sheet of paper double-sided uh, or you can get the compact version, which is a half sheet, double sided. So it's nice and brief, a lot more brief than the Freedom Index, which is, I don't know, 12 pages or something. Uh, so a lot easier to, sh- to share with the average voter who is maybe not wanting to read a uh, longer uh, essay on things, right? <laughs> yeah, so there, there are a variety of reports, ladies and gentlemen, is the point. The concept is generally yeah. the same. Uh, but you can do it several ways. You can download these scorecards 
You can review them. Some of them are summaries. Some of them are longer reports. But you can also go to the freedomindex.org, and you can literally uh, find a legislator by name. And then, of course, you can search for their, um, whatever you want to say, their congressional uh, record or report, uh, so to speak, folks. This is huge. We preserve freedom through education with this. You learn. You might think your guy's a good guy, but you find out that, oh, my God. Goodness gracious, no, they're horrible, uh, is what you often find out. Uh, but these, uh, in my opinion, yep. scorecards are game changers, especially as we expand them to the state level, Eldon. Yeah, very much so. And by the way, these are all based upon the U.S. Constitution. Are they voting constitutionally or not? Is the bill they're voting on authorized by the few and defined powers in the U.S. Constitution? And if there is a financial impact to it. It notes estimated cost per household. Uh, so that's something, of course, that's going to catch people's attention. All right. So I just looked up Mitt Romney and he got a ripping 42, my friend. Yep. That's Senator Romney. 42. If you put that up against Ladies Mike Lee, it's very this. different, isn't it? Mike Lee. I'm typing it in right now. All right. Uh, sorry, guys. I think his lifetime is 93% for Mike Lee, lifetime, uh, constitutional. There you have it. I put in four. one name, and it was simple, and then another name, and it gave me a bunch of options, and so that's what's holding me up here. <laughs> Let's see, Mike Lee. Uh, okay, it wants all Congresses or a certain Congress congressional section. Yeah, you're literally at 90-plus percent. It depends on how you what focus or scope you make your search but he's yeah. well above 90 yeah. yep. um in 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 every case folks what the heck a congressional scorecard based on the u.s constitution imagine that the leadership of the jbs john birch society jbs.org and the new american is incredible on this and now they're expanding it you gotta dig it Freedom Index and Scorecards. Thefreedomindex.org, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we'll come back. I got an interesting article for the New American we want to talk about as well. It all has to do with California, but it might have to do with you, even if you're not in (laughs) Uh, the whacked-out state. Hang tight. Eldon Stahl, Sam Bushman, Liberty Roundtable Live. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier. And this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ. Especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present day church. Rather, it is for the end time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, 
breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it's out of control. Appeals courts allow illegals to vote. And they say there's no vote fraud. Folks, this is just, I don't even know how we have discussions anymore. We're so far from each other that it's, I don't even know how you even discuss what the heck is going on these days. And it gets worse. Whacked out Governor Newsom. Now, I don't know if you know this, ladies and gentlemen, but did you know that Donald Trump's junior's girlfriend, yeah, what's her name? Kimberly Guilfoyle. <laughs> She's the ex-wife of Gavin Newsom, the whacked-out governor of California. Did you know that? And you think that they're conservatives and they're liberals, and there's a big difference in the two, and I'm telling you, they're all hanging out, man. <laughs> Gavin Newsom, governor of California, now signs social media bill to supposedly remove hate speech and extremism. The question becomes defined by whom, asks James Murphy in the New American Magazine. Riveting article. Great stuff. Newsom, quote, California will not stand by as social media is weaponized to spread hate and disinformation that threatens our communities and our foundational values as a country. Well, I don't believe that uh, social media is being weaponized in the way he's saying I believe it's just the opposite. It's weaponized to promote the deep state, weaponized to shut us down who are truth tellers. He's got it all wrong. Nevertheless, the Republicans, the Democrats, they all put him in power in California. And California is a bellwether for the nation. Eldon, let's start there. Yeah, well, you know, they they sell this. Yeah, apparently as accountability and uh, they say, well, okay, this is requiring the social media groups to um, publish their policies on you know, hate speech or whatever you want to call that. Uh, but at, at the same time, it, you know, this has certainly potential for the government to um, control or insist that the um, that they police hate speech on the social media uh, channels very well, at least to the government's liking. <laughs> so it's uh, kind of an interesting thing. And, uh, you know, you, you have to kind of pull back the, the rhetoric and say, well, what is actually going on here? What, why are they so interested in, you know, making sure that they publish their policies, which a lot of them do already, you know, so what, what is really, the issue here well there you have it and i don't know really how to respond to this but here's the problem these nutcases are literally making law 
they're literally changing the affairs of the nation, Eldon. Yeah, they realize that the social media is, is a very uh, a growing uh, source of information for many people. And uh, so they want to uh, try to try to control that, right? Uh, control the the flow of information. That's what any good tyrant would do, right? Yes, I think that's right. But the way I look at it is, folks, we have got to stand up, though, because if they get it's a lot easier to stop bad legislation from going through than it is to on the back end try to um ex- repeal uh, extract yeah. uh, what's it called um extract extricate. ourselves or extricate yeah ourselves from Extirpate. these uh forced laws on the books in other words in other words once they get something in place look how hard it was to get rid of roe versus wade even though now the current court says hey it was unconstitutional all along so we had unconstitutionality, literally murder. Our hands are bloody, folks, as a nation, as a people. We literally let that unconstitutionality go for 50 years before we somehow were able to root it out. And we still don't have the project done. Now they're going back and promoting uh, chemical abortions. State by state, shipping drugs mm-hmm. across state lines without supervision. Poor women are taking these drugs that literally burn the baby chemically out. I mean, it is sinister. Okay, so we haven't even finished the fight yet, although we've got a great start, and I'm grateful for the gains we've got. But, folks, it's really hard once you allow something to go through and be put on the books, and then they create regulations surrounding it, and they oftentimes grow government agencies that 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 peddle it and promote it and supposedly control it and maintain it, and we go on and on and on. Folks, this is disaster, because if you can allow Gavin Newsom to literally control your free speech under the guise of, Hey, we got to stop the bad guys and make this thing fair. Nobody can steal our freedoms from us. I don't know if the American people understand, but look, when you get that done in California, what do they got? 40 plus million people? That's literally over 10% mm. of the nation already. And it's already in place. I mean, what's what's the headline say on this thing? Newsom's got this done. Right? So yep. folks, we're in real trouble on this because I don't know how we unwind it. California will not stand by as social media is weaponized to spread hate and disinformation that threaten our communities and our values. Okay, he just signed it. The headline says he signs it. This is done. I don't think the nation's far behind with the Biden administration. Do you, Ellen? Yeah, certainly the Biden administration has been putting out similar rhetoric. You know, it's hard to miss that wonderful uh weird speech he gave on September 1st in front of the uh, Independence Hall, wasn't it? Uh, so he's he's ratcheting up that just crazy rhetoric that half the country is, uh, you know, part of Al-Qaeda or something, and uh, trying to get people to believe that um, we've got to uh, unleash the powers of law enforcement against people that think that, uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe going down the same role, road as all these socialist hellholes uh, is not a good idea. Uh, he, he thinks those people are enemies. So that, you know, that doesn't vote, vote very well, does it? Well, I appreciate the article written uh, in the New American about this because I knew that this was a serious problem. They talked about the Ministry of Truth at the federal level, and they tried to create that, and then it supposedly got stopped, and then it was started and stopped and yeah. on hold. And 
That's right. Um, so they stopped that because national attention by truth tellers was on the beat like me and others, right? Yep. Um, but then they uh, put it on hold, and next thing you know, 10% of the nation literally already has it. Backdoor approach, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, it reminds me of uh, uh, the Blaine Amendment. I don't know if you ever heard of that, but uh, there was an effort back in the late 1800s to try to um, put forward this amendment which stopped government um, funding of uh, what they called sectarian schools, uh, church schools. They couldn't get it through at the federal level, but it got through at many states at the state level. And uh, so that's, you know, some a strategy they try, just as an example. If they can't get it at the federal level, okay, let's get it at, in these various Well, states. and they failed, but they now have it at the federal level, and I'll tell you how and why and where. Well, at the same time, they backed away from the Ministry of Truth in April, May, June of this year because it got too hot. Truth tellers were calling them on the carpet for it. They backed away, but then California just passed it. Well, while that's happening, we've now discovered that the FBI is in court right now. Uh, and the Justice Department and over 11 government agencies who have already manipulated the news we get by forcing these social media companies to do their bidding, to go along with them. And we now in court have evidence of this already happening. So it's already in place. It's just not codified and named at this point. But Americans are foolish. We think we've stopped it and we haven't, Eldon. Not at all. Yeah, they're very determined. They're very determined. Anywhere they can, they're going to try to get, uh, you know, censorship, uh, overthrowing the First Amendment. Of course, these, uh, you know, a lot of the leftists, they, they say, well, the First Amendment is so great, right? But, of course, um, now they're just saying, yeah, you know, this First Amendment thing isn't so great. <laughs> Folks, think about the battle we're in. Americans better wake up and better get involved and better focus on the solutions. I don't think we have a lot of time left in terms of, of normalcy in America. Yeah, things have changed uh, in America quite a bit, but we always believe that you know we can find our way back. I'm telling you right now, if we jump off some of the precipices we're uh, on the edge of right this second, I don't know that we'll be able to go back. As I mentioned, the Roe versus Wade example. Look, we're not going to be able to unwind these things as easily as we think we do. They're going to codify into law this transgender stuff where your schools are going to be absolutely promoting perverted marriage, child bride marriages, all kinds of weird. Okay, we have, We're on the precipice of so many fundamental changes to America that I don't know that if we cross those lines, we'll get back in our lifetimes. Eldon? Yeah, it, it becomes very difficult, of course. Uh, you know, after 60-some million uh, children were killed in the womb, uh, well, those those kids are not going to come back. They're not going to be um, having families or, or producing or doing what whatever people do. Those people will not. Um, I'm sure they're up in heaven and uh, and God is watching over them. But uh, the consequences of that are just massive. Last point, uh, it looks like the Chinese are buying up a ton of farmland in America. So you'll have the Chinese or Bill Gates owning all the farmland. Uh, now the Republicans are warning that that's a big concern. Well, I agree that it is, but what's being done to stop it? Nothing that I can see. They're just talk. 
The border leaks, like I said, we complain, 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 but nothing's changing. We almost have 2 million people in this country illegally since Biden took the helm. Now even the Democrat sanctuary cities are melting down and declaring, quote, emergencies and such to try to deal with the crisis that they claimed didn't even exist. We said it existed, and they blocked our account saying you can't peddle fake news. Now we've been vindicated, and the reality is in their face. Now what? Right? Yeah. Yeah, well, things don't change until we demand they change. And we've got it's got to be a grassroots effort of educating the voters and getting them to demand that uh, that we we stop this insanity. Um, Most people are just not uh, going to move until their neighbor comes to them and says, you know what, the stuff that's on the CNN or whatever it is, is, you know, here's what it's about. It's nonsense. Yeah, Mike Lindell went to Hardee's to eat in Minnesota, and the FBI surrounded him, and they took his cell phone. They seized his cell phone. Yeah, that's a strange place, huh? Yeah, how uh, long will it be till they seize mine and your cell phone? Because we're on the radio. I don't know. Maybe I should avoid Hardee's. Uh, but uh, yeah, don't no. go to Hardee's. Don't, don't hey, go to Hardee's. Well, they they one after Joe gave his divisive speech, they went to that one lady's house that was on Tucker Carlson's. I played the soundbite. They went to her house and said she was at the Capitol. They had a a, a secret uh, anonymous witness that testified she wasn't at the Capitol. They lied, but they went to her house for intimidation. They're going everywhere. Yeah, it's it's just really out of control. That whole thing, um, just such an abuse of power. Yeah, I'm going to say this straight to the FBI publicly. You want to get a hold of me? Why don't you call me on the phone? We can meet at McDonald's. I'll buy you a cheeseburger, and we can talk, okay? <laughs> there you go. Don't there get all radical. Go. Just just be normal, okay? Don't be psychotic. Uh, just, just, you know what? We'll have a peaceful dialogue about the truth in America, uh, about accountability and responsibility, and I'll buy you a cheeseburger and a, what are they things? What are those things at McDonald's? Uh, they're not a flurry. What do they call? Uh, anyway, uh, I'll buy you... I'll buy one of those McDonald's ice creams, whatever they're called. (laughs) I'm just saying, relax, be mellow, don't pull out your guns, just chill out. We can have a peaceful, quiet, mellow exchange of ideas. This is America, not China. Remember that, FBI, please. I'm not your enemy, I'm your friend, and I stand for the proper role of constitutional, limited government. We declare this nation shall endure. Thanks, Eldon. God save the republic.